0: Broadcasting Live. This is KMA Talk Radio. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars. With your hosts, Honest Abe, the Mistress of Morning Radio, Erica Danielle, and Adam K, the Brewmeister. I like to smoke them like
1: some win's churches.
2: Good morning, loyal listeners, libertarians, lovers of the leaf, all the ships at sea, and everyone else across this great nation in radio land. Welcome to another exciting edition of KMA Talk Radio, broadcasting live here in Palm Beach Gardens, Florida. I am Adam K., the Brewmeister, and with me as always, everyone's favorite host with
3: the most, Honest Abe. Good morning. <laughs>
4: mm. Good morning
3: awesome. Shocked to see you up and standing As I told Paul last night It was what about 50-50 Whether <laughs> I was going to make it in
5: When when I left him I mean he told me about eight times But when I left him He looked at me He like, looked me dead in the eyes And he goes No seriously
4: 50-50
3: <laughs> I was beat up We, had the, we went to the uh, <clears throat> Adam and I were at the uh, Grand opening of the Davidoff uh, Lounge In West Palm Beach last night And uh, holy cow What a zoo Yeah it was a zoo. Five deep at the bar? Five. I, I think it was more than five deep at the bar. Yeah. I mean, when I got there, it was a big I bar. thought it was packed. Yeah. And you got there after like half the people left. I know.
5: That's what you told me oh when I was God. like, wow, oh, no, it's packed in here. You were
3: able to move and walk when you got there. <laughs> <laughs> at,
2: he looks, at 6.30, he looks over to me and goes, everybody's still at dinner, and it's packed. Yeah, that's what I
3: said. I said, 6.30, everybody's eating dinner still. The, the, the masses haven't even showed up yet. And, and First off, at 6.30, it was like what we felt. I mean, we'd been there since 8 in the morning. Yeah, so I'd been there like, since 8, yeah. I felt like it was like already like midnight. Right,
2: yeah, like I know 6:30, that feeling. 6.30, I'm like, oh my
3: God. It's only
2: you 4:30. have
5: so much time to go. <laughs> it's
2: only 6.30. So and KMA's mistress of morning radio, Erica. Good morning. How Good are morning. you? Good morning. Welcome. <laughs>
3: Do we have a business meeting today? Absolutely. Very executive today. I know. <laughs> I feel like, I feel like. Yeah. I feel underdressed. I feel so underdressed. <laughs> It's, well, a, it's a news broadcaster outfit.
6: <laughs> it's right. Are you, are, you, are, you getting a,
3: are you getting a weather woman job?
6: I am as a matter of... No, I'm And, the, and
3: today, the cloudy region... <laughs> just, next to that, just make sure you're wearing green
2: You know I'd point, crush it.
6: <laughs> I know. I've done that before, actually, to show the floating head on the green screen. Yeah.
3: That
6: yeah. uh, when my hair was blonde. The green would like sh- sh- go through it, so I would just look like I was balding. It was okay. great. <laughs>
3: But yeah. I'm here. The show must go on.
6: Yes, yeah. the show must go on. It'll be
2: a very interesting show. We're going to talk to Jamil McCle- Jamil McLean, former Jam- professional boxer. Jamil. Yeah. Jamil yeah. McLean. Jamil. Yeah. Jamil. Did I say Jamil?
3: No. You, yeah. Jamel. You're... Oh. <laughs> Jamel would be one e. Jamil would be two e's. I am, I'm going to go back. to I'm gonna you, gonna you. Give doesn't yeah. care. <laughs> Shocked, I tell you. I'm going to give you a little slack today because we're both a little like. Beat. I feel like honestly, like Mack truck, like hit me last night, dragged me a few miles dropped me off from my home, you know.
5: And you weren't really drinking, right? I mean,
3: what uh, did you later? It was, you know, I did have booze throughout the night. It was like a slow pace. Yeah. Like having a toast with everybody continuously for eight hours kind of adds up. <laughs> you know, I wasn't slamming shots at the bar, right. no, but, you know. On top,
4: again? Yeah. On
3: top of, honestly, probably about 10 hours of sleep to 12 hours of sleep over the last five days, maybe. Wow. Yeah. I was going to leave it up except the fake this morning, whether I would come in or not. I think if I wake up, I'll go.
5: Oh, so you didn't set an alarm? You just just woke up.
3: (laughs) So, you know, it was like about 7.15, and I I got, Daddy. Oh, no. Daddy. Daddy. (laughs) The boy, right? (laughs) The boy. Yeah. Slapping me in the face. I'm like, yes. (laughs) Breakfast? Sure. (laughs) Yeah. That's the worst moment, That's, that's, that's <laughs> when you really know what love is. Yes. Because like any other person, I think my wife did that, i kill her. Yep. <laughs> Honestly.
6: That's right. <laughs>
2: yeah. I'm pretty sure if anybody Sleep did that to me, first. I really would never talk to them ever again and uh, would banish them. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> Unless I'm, they're your kids, that's the I'm truth. Up, I'm alive. Let me come to the show. All right. Yes, it'll be a fantastic show. We'll have lots of great things to talk about cigar-wise. Cigar Coop will be here to give us the latest in the news and information. Coop, Scoop.
5: Coop actually can't call in today.
2: Oh. Uh, I wrote it on there, but Adam wasn't you, paying you attention. You did. No, you wrote it, the Scoop with Coop, live on the outline, and that's what I looked I put looked Live. Out. You on know. the wheel. You on the, talk wheel. About the wheel. Oh man, I messed up. That's the up.
3: thing I looked at. Sorry. You're the one with the most rust. You have no excuse to mess up. Out of all of us,
5: he sends. He sends his regrets. He has a very important family thing this weekend.
3: I, I don't make it to one prep show meeting and look at the <laughs> look at the poll question and the caption <laughs> contest. We got. I miss one meeting. First of all,
5: the caption contest is going to get a million. Likes I know something and funny comments. I was
3: staring at it for a good like 30, 45 seconds before yeah. I realized it was the brewmeister. Oh, America. you didn't know it was them? <laughs> not <laughs> off the bat. I mean, I'm a little tired, but not off the bat. The, no. It's a
5: really good photo,
2: too, when it's in color. Like it.
5: it that's from our professional photographer from the wedding.
3: Wow.
2: You, already got those, you already got your photos back.
5: Yeah, we, well, we have the digital version. Uh, yeah.
2: Wow. Please yeah. tell me there aren't, there aren't way too many of me in them. No, so, that's really the only one. Okay, so, good.
3: I'm glad to hear that. So, Erica, being being a dance instructor, mm-hmm. now, obviously, you have some stellar form you got going on right there. But <laughs> how's the bruyne form? He's looking a little awkwardish. ish no, I see no straight lines. I see a lot of lumps and a lot of, like, you know, humpback cur- curves. But it, I, oh, my
4: God. You're if we're so being honest,
6: him. the form is not fantastic, but he's got good moves. So
4: I uh, got to give him that. I'm and a form over function to...
2: guy. Right. No, you're no, a functional function over form. form. We'll help you out. Right. Don't worry about it. You're full yeah. of You know, I almost left the house and thought, hey, I should make some coffee
3: before I leave the house. No, I'll just get some at the studio when I get there. Caffeine
6: <laughs> and up. how'd that work out?
3: Not great. Well, had somebody <laughs> made it before I got here, there was Sorry, no coffee. I was, la- I was late. I had to help set up. I tried to make the coffee, and I broke the pot. <laughs> anyway, we here at KMA Shattered. talk, we you not look at do things. things away. <laughs> Last week in the KMA Recluse Poll of the Week,
2: we asked you... Have you ever gone to Whole Foods in your life and had a beer at the bar? Oh, I can't wait to see the results on this one. 42% of you said, no, I'm crazy. Yes. 39% of you said you'd never be caught dead in a Whole Foods parking lot, let alone the bar. That's surprising. And 18% of you (laughs) ponied up to the bar and had a pint with a guy like me. So, so I'm going (laughs) to guess that my
3: my opinion that this is a very odd, strange social behavior is is correct. It's 18%.
2: That's the be- That's
3: better- probably one of the best numbers I've gotten in a poll that, that involves something I've had, okay?
6: Now, when you compare it to, like, the 6% and All stuff, right. yeah. Okay. it's still
3: odd. It's, it's a very minute group of people who think that's a normal behavior.
6: But it is the lowest percentage still. Congratulations
3: to Gary Tucker of Grants Pass, Oregon.
2: He is this week's winner of a five-pack of Recluse Cigars. If you'd like to take a five-pack of Recluse Cigars, head over to the KMA Talk Radio Facebook page. Cast your vote. In this week's poll, how often does a normal
3: guy get a haircut? Where, where did this question go?
5: So, up? you were on the air last week talking about how you get a haircut every week, which is ridiculous.
3: Okay, first off, bald men have well, to remain bald. I'm a bald man. Mm-hmm. No, but, 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 but you <laughs> but have, you have ge- some hair. You have the George Costanza, like, <laughs> I pretend I still have hair going on. in the spot in <laughs> the, the back of the, the producer. In the... You're, you're still in the denial stage of being bald. Like, you want to hold on okay. to the the few little rags that are still growing off your head <laughs> so you can look in the mirror and pretend that you still have hair <sighs> but when you get to this stage of like I, I'm a bald man I'm going to be a bald man the rest of my life and you start shaving your head yeah you got to shave your head like every week or so uh, now that the wedding's over beard, I'll do it on the air and because I have a beard and a beard needs my own beard needs lining and trimming I just go to the barber shop they shave my head they trim down my beard they line it up and I come out groomed but yeah bald men typically if you, unless you're going to be shaving your own head have to go to a barber more often than guys with hair.
5: It just seems like a lot to me.
3: Well, you know. I'm a <laughs> very, I'm a it very... takes a lot to look this good. Oh, yeah, thank Doesn't you. It, it takes a little extra work for me to look good. But, I you know, I'm a very groomed person. I used to get a mani-pedi once a week.
6: Oh, that's, a, that's
3: so I had the nice. best. He's looking, mani-
5: looking at me like, you got something to say about that? Listen
6: to
3: me, I had the best mani-pedi situation when I was single. Was, she was awesome with some, like, Bulgarian, Hungarian woman. They would show up at my ho- house like every Tuesday, like at eight in the morning. I would come down like not awake. <laughs> literally not awake in my underwear. I'd plop down on the couch and I'd be snoring like I'd be chopping lumber in about ten seconds. My head cracked back on the couch. <sighs> she must sure love enough, that. Sure enough. Yeah, she loved getting paid. I bet. Sure enough, sure enough, about you know, forty five minutes later, she'd shake my arm. You're done. Oh, thank you. That's <laughs> okay. It. it was the best. Wow. Did you want her back up to bed? When when you're single, I mean, look, I've been married now, so I'm I'm not in the prowl for anything anymore. There's maybe a crumb of food in my house, but, you know... (laughs) <laughs> you know, when you're single, man, that stuff goes a long way, man. I used to get the most compliments from women when they saw my nails manicured, my yeah. stuff done, man. Guys, gotta groom Just themselves. Just
6: there's attention to detail. Absolutely, you know? I
3: used, to, man, I was Rico Suave back. <laughs> I in the was day. Rico Suave back in the day. Anyway, uh, ahead, once ahead, a week, Adam. once every two weeks. You can't relate, so he's once a like month.
6: Lost. Moving on.
3: When my
2: girlfriend or wife tells me to, or when my bangs get too long.
6: That was for you. That's <laughs> it's every. The
2: answer is every six weeks.
6: Every six weeks, wow. you
2: get every six weeks.
3: Six weeks, it's just like yeah. six weeks. I go in my wife.
6: I get tells mine me like to. every two to three months. I'm not a man. Well, but your woman there is you different.
3: You yeah. guys, you guys spend in one sitting what we would spend. Yeah, in. Exactly. that is correct. Yes, yeah, yeah. her trim
5: is two hundred dollars. Yeah,
3: you know. Right. Blow dry? 65 bucks.
6: Yeah. <laughs> what, <laughs> In the wrong business? Dryer? Yes, yeah. I am. <laughs> Unreal. I should be doing that.
2: <laughs> so make sure you head over to the KMA Talk Radio Facebook page, cast your vote. In this week's poll, take over a five-packer for Clue Cigars. If you head over to the KMA Talk Radio Facebook page, post your best comment on the Zygar Caption Contest, you could be taking home a Zykar Cigar Locker, a sixty four ninety five value. Congratulations to Toby White, who won last week's KMA Zygar Caption Contest of the week. When we come back... We'll talk to Jameel Klein, former professional boxer. Keep it lit.
0: You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on
1: Instagram, too!
0: Yes, it's mandatory. Nat Sherman is the leading American luxury brand in premium cigars. From the
2: classic range of the Metropolitan and Host selections to the transformative Timeless Collection, their elegant sterling and limited edition offerings, or the bold and commemorative 1930 blend Andy Polka, everyone has the opportunity to enjoy a Nat Sherman experience. Family-owned and operated since 1930, Nat Sherman's tradition of innovation and commitment to excellence reminds us why America's Nat Sherman brand is known as tobacconist to the
7: world. Cigar enthusiasts, did you know your personal freedom to enjoy a fine cigar is affected by some form of smoking ban in all 50 states? Additionally, taxation on premium cigars is at its highest level in history, with some states taxing at an astronomical rate of 75%. Finally, there's a solution. CRA, Cigar Rights of America, is the first and only nonprofit public advocacy association fighting for your freedom to enjoy a fine cigar. Don't just sit there. Become part of the solution. Become a CRA member today. Membership is only $35 a year. That's less than $3 a month. And as a special bonus, CRA will send you two limited edition cigars. As a way to say thank you for joining, visit cigarrights.org for more information and to become a member. Quality
8: and value are always the two biggest determining factors for consumers when making buying decisions. Casabella by Sindicato Cigars offer superior flavor quality construction, and an affordable everyday price. Completely handmade in the Dominican Republic, these value-priced, smooth yet flavorful cigars are comprised of Dominican and Nicaraguan filler tobaccos, and they're available in natural and Maduro wrappers. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer of Casa Bella cigars.
9: The Oliva family, the makers of some of the most affordable yet highest-rated premium cigars available. For seven straight years, cigar aficionado has rated Oliva as one of the best cigars of the year. And Oliva has a cigar for all smokers, from the newly released Gilberto Oliva Reserva to the bold and rich Oliva Siri V. Oliva cigars can be found at a tobacconist near you, so always ask for Oliva, an unbeatable value and uncompromising quality. The Oliva family of cigars.
3: the Perdomo Double Age 12-Year Vintage is a must-have for every cigar enthusiast.
10: Sereno Royale Cigars, created at the La Corona Cigar Factory in Esteli, Nicaragua. Each artfully crafted blend comes to life under the watchful eye of master blender Omar Gonzalez Aleman and industry veteran Anthony Sereno. A combination of hand-selected tobaccos from the fertile soils of Esteli and Palapa are aged for over five years and then draped with a luxurious wrapper leaf. A post-roll aging process of two additional years brings you into endlessly complex and balanced experience visit our website at serenocigars.com
8: since the dawn of time the universe has been constantly evolving now experience the evolution of flavor sindicato cigars available in ecuadorian shade grown carojo and san andres marron wrappers are beautifully crafted by master blender arsenio ramos Using a double leaf binder and meticulously box pressed, Syndicato cigars provide the perfect draw to deliver the evolved flavors you won't soon forget. Visit syndicatocigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer of Syndicato cigars.
0: Welcome back. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on
1: Instagram too.
0: Yes, it's mandatory. Welcome back to
2: KMA Talk Radio broadcasting live in Palm Beach Gardens, Florida. I am Adam here The Groomize, to rip me, of course, on a Stabe. And KMA's Mistress of Morning Radio,
3: Erica Danielle.
6: Good morning.
3: I'm, I'm like on speed two this morning. <laughs> trying to shift gears. It's rough. The
6: coffee's on its way. Oh, Everybody thank, yes. Thank up. you, Errol.
3: Yes. Yep. Errol Flynn. Red props. Rockin'. The man <laughs> going to get coffee save us all. 21 pilots. Can't save yes. us all from the. I can't believe I broke the pot. I broke the pot. We need a sound bite. You
5: broke the pot. You didn't just break it. It, like, exploded into three million pieces on the carpet.
3: Listen, it fell, like, literally six inches. Yeah, it wasn't far. Did you see the bottom of the cooler to the floor? It was, like, six-inch drop. but
5: what were you, like, were you just trying to, like, lean into it and not actually hold it? No, I
3: set it on the little platform that's there, and I was trying to figure out how to turn the water on above it, and the platform wasn't, and all it did was just fall off. That's a rookie move. Yeah, like it's a rookie move. Listen, mm-hmm. rookie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to rookie my size 16 somewhere in about two seconds.
2: <laughs> anyway, let's, uh, let's uh, welcome our guest this week. Uh, Jameel McLean challenged for the World Heavyweight title on an unprecedented four occasions, losing all four attempts to Vladimir Klitschko, Chris wow. Bird, Nikolai Valiev, and Samuel Peter. Despite never winning a title, McLean did defeat former champions and top contenders in Michael Grant, Lance Whitaker, Al Cole, and Shannon Briggs. Jameel, welcome to KMA Talk Radio. Hey,
11: how you doing today, guys and lady?
6: Hello, how are you? Good
11: morning. Uh, very good. Doing well, I'm doing well. So I am I, still a champion, just not a world champion. I am Jamil McCline, former heavyweight champion. I just can't say former world heavyweight champion, right. but yeah. I still fought the best. I do right. see I does still see... fought the best on the planet.
2: I do say here it says you were the WBC Continental America's heavyweight champion in 01, the WBO BO heavyweight champion, and the NABO heavyweight champion in 2006. That's... Uh,
11: that's so, those, those, are still, those are still titles, you know. I still get to walk around with the gold, so... Yeah, you do. <laughs> did, did you, did you so keep good. the actual belt?
2: Did they give you the physical belt? Did you keep the belt?
11: So, so typically how it works is, so when you see guys walk into the ring and they win the uh, and they have their title. So when you win, the t- say I am the defending champion, and I lose my title to the challenger, the challenger gets to parade that title until 5 a.m. And then the commissioner comes in and grabs his title back and returns it back to the former ch- now the now former champion, and you receive yours by uh, brinks uh, five, six, ten days later. He
4: gets to parade oh, okay. around till
11: five a.m. That is and so
3: wild.
2: So then, does he get a new? They make a new one for him.
11: So the so so yes. So I am the new champion. Yes, my my new belt. I will receive that via uh, Brinks. Uh, I, I got them via Brinks. You know, they delivered them. You know, because it's real gold and real plated and real
3: emerald. <laughs> how much? How much gold? And does I mean, he even know what the little like? jewelry va- jewel value of the belt is
11: no you know so i never i never uh uh found, never waited or anything like right. that but i do know that i do know that i peeled off uh, a jewel once during some rough times so and it got me through a, like a two-month period so. wow. wow oh so it is,
5: it's worth it's worth a pretty penny then
3: yeah, yeah, it's got to be. Gotta be.
5: Yeah.
6: Well, they it was, delivered
11: it
5: yeah. by Brinks. Right. Ar- know. Yeah.
3: I'm saying to myself, instead of having a guy parade this somebody else's belt until right. 5 a.m., they just have like the temporary belt made right. that they give to the, the guy who wins. And when the Brinks delivers his belt, they take a temporary one back. But I guess it must be that expensive that well, they well, don't want to hoard if, a temporary yeah, belt.
11: Well, yeah, well, what what happens if, you know, the champion wins and you made another belt that costs X amount? and Well,
3: they just make you, one. They keep it in rotation forever. For the well, history of boxing. Well, his
11: it as well.
3: Oh. No, but that's what I'm saying. His name Their is name on is- it. So they make one with no name yeah, yeah. on it. And that's the one they just rotate out, and they lend out anytime somebody wins until the right belt gets there. What happens they if they lose back?
6: the champions belt <laughs> between then and five years? I don't know. That's
5: I don't know if you know who uh, runs the boxing
3: the boxing world, but yeah, it's not the Boy know. Scouts, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> they will kill you. Okay. Well, no, I mean, I, my question for Jamil is: I mean, maybe you can help me out because, like, look, I, I like boxing. I like good matches. I grow. I grew up watching some of the best boxing ever between Hitman Hearns and Hagler and Sugar Ray, and um, and that whole genre there. And um, I can't understand today what the titles are, what the title is, who, who wins what. I mean, it seems to me like they got eight million titles. Can is there like a, a, a Cliff Notes version of what you know, what the top title is, what, what everybody's contending for, how these titles work now? Well,
11: okay, I'll give you a quick uh, rundown. So you have what you have three. Three major belts, and then there is a fourth belt that makes uh, that will allow um, the, the holder of that belt to earn a uh, earn a decent living. Um, so you have the WBC, which is the lineage belt. The WBC's World Boxing Council, and that is the belt that we all saw Jack Johnson, Rocky Marciano, uh, Graciano, all these guys parading around. That is the lineage. That is the oldest. Sanctioning body in the world, the WBC. Then you have the second oldest WBC uh, uh, sanctioning body in the world, which is the WBA, which is the World Boxing Association. Now their belt is worth money as well. When I say worth money as well, what, I, what that means is you know you could still, as a heavyweight, you win that title, you could still make a million a fight with that belt. With the WBC belt, you can probably make two million a fight, you know, depending okay. on who your opponent is.
6: Wow.
3: Interesting, but but so is guess. there any relevance to them, or is it just different? What was the reason they have different organizations?
4: Yeah, for different well, The reason
11: why they had different organizations, it's obviously money. I mean, That's the it. more the more organizations, the more opportunities to make money. Now, the most important thing to do is unify those titles. Like uh, like uh, Floyd Mayweather, he unified everyone all the titles. That means he held the B A, B O, B C and B F. He had he held every title. That means he was uh you know, king you know, he was the king. Uh, Lennox Lewis was the last Lennox Lewis, Vladimir Klitschko were the last heavyweights to hold all titles and and uh so that, that's when you then that's when you're looking at twenty million a fight when you hold a minimum. I'm sorry, minimum because Floyd Witten did something different. Than anyone has ever seen in the heavyweight uh, in boxing history with three hundred million a fight.
3: Because every every organization what? is contributing to the prize pool. Is that what it is?
11: Well, not that everyone. It, 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 no, actually, it's the other way around. Actually, the the, the organizations make money. Huh. They don't give
2: money to anyone. So they want to be in part of getting in the, right. getting all the money out of it. Yeah. Oh. Correct. Correct. I, man, I didn't don't realize promote. there is so much I didn't know about boxing. So Jameel... we're uh, oh, we gotta take a break. Oh, just getting good. I know, Every I time. know. I was waiting for that. Uh, we have to take a short break. When we come back, we will be talking more with Jameel McLean, uh, champion title, multiple champion title boxer, and uh, didn't start boxing until he was 25 years old. Really started yeah. oh, late. Wow. So also fought a lot of interesting guys, and I'm gonna have to. We're gonna find out after the break who hit the hardest. That is really what we're. <laughs> See, Ooh. there you go. Now you can think about it now during the think next about three it minutes. Break,
3: yeah. <laughs> Who uh, hit the hardest? And, 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 and no, and yeah, no, I no ex. And no ex, ex and no ex girlfriends <laughs> count. No. <laughs>
1: All right. <laughs> Keep it lit.
3: You're listening to
0: KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're
1: on Instagram, too.
0: Yes, it's mandatory.
1: Hoya de Nicaragua proudly announces the release of
2: Cuatro Cinco Reserva Especial, a carefully modified recipe containing a unique and exceptional selection of barrel-age grade-A fillers and a beautiful silky-shade-grown Habano wrapper. From the legendary
1: Jalapa Valley, produced in small quantities,
2: this exceptional medium to full-bodied cigar will continue to captivate consumers with its rich Nicaraguan complexity, subtle woody and sweet flavors, and a velvety finish. Try a Cuatro Cinco Reserva Especial today.
8: Quality and value are always the two biggest determining factors for consumers when making buying decisions. Casa Bella by Sindicato Cigars offers superior flavor quality construction, and an affordable everyday price. Completely handmade in the Dominican Republic, these value-priced, smooth yet flavorful cigars are comprised of Dominican and Nicaraguan filler tobaccos, and they're available in natural and Maduro wrappers. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer of Casa Bella cigars.
10: Make sure you try all of Colwell's lines, including Long Live the King, Blind Man's Bluff, and Eastern Standard, which were all awarded 91 ratings by Cigar Aficionado and Cigar Snob. Do not forget the 93-rated King is Dead, which earned a spot in the top 25 cigars of the year last year by Cigar Aficionado. You can find more information by following Caldwell Cigar Company on Facebook. If you're not running with us, run from us.
7: We own the night. Caldwell Cigar Company. Cigar enthusiasts. Did you know your personal freedom to enjoy a fine cigar is affected by some form of smoking ban in all 50 states? Additionally... Taxation on premium cigars is at its highest level in history, with some states taxing at an astronomical rate of 75%. Finally, there's a solution. CRA, Cigar Rights of America, is the first and only nonprofit public advocacy association fighting for your freedom to enjoy a fine cigar. Don't just sit there. Become part of the solution. Become a CRA member today. Membership is only $35 a year. That's less than $3 a month. And as a special bonus, CRA will send you two limited edition cigars as a way to say thank you for joining. Visit cigarrights.org for more
12: information and to become a member. If you had to pack a go bag, what would go in it? For Pepe Mendez, it was his rare pilotico tobacco seeds, which he personally carried to the Dominican Republic half a century ago. In tribute, we introduced the Monte Cristo Pilotico Pepe Mendez, a robust cigar with nutty, leathery notes and a slow burn that marks the rebirth of a golden age. Try the new Monte Cristo at your local cigar lounge, and you may want to pack one to go, too. Surgeon General warning. Tobacco smoke increases the risk of lung cancer and heart disease, even in non-smokers.
8: Since the dawn of time, the universe has been constantly evolving. Now experience the evolution of flavor. Sindicato Cigars, available in Ecuadorian shade-grown Corojo and San Andres Marron wrappers, are beautifully crafted by master blender Arsenio Ramos. Using a double-leaf binder and meticulously box-pressed, Sindicato Cigars provide the perfect draw to deliver the evolved flavors you won't soon forget. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer of Sindicato Cigars.
13: CLE Cigar Company presents CLE Cigars, Eroa Cigars, and Asylum Cigars. With four generations and over 120 years of experience in tobacco, from seed to smoke, these cigars are produced in Honduras and Nicaragua with the utmost care and precision possible. CLE Cigar Company introduces a vast array of tobaccos in various sizes to bring the highest quality of premium tobacco direct for your enjoyment. Visit
1: CLEcigars.com for more information.
0: Welcome back. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on
1: Instagram, too.
0: Yes, it's mandatory.
2: Welcome back to KMA Talk Radio Broadcasting Live here in Palm Beach Gardens, Florida. I am Adam K. the Brewmeister. With me, of course, on a and and KMA's Mistress of Morning Radio, Erica
3: Danielle. Good morning. I'm and here. we
2: are talking with former professional boxer
3: champion. I just want to make sure I get this out before we get in depth. If Errol does come back, don't wait for the break. We'll bring the coffee door may okay. be opened. Yeah, dude, don't <laughs> wait for the next break. I'm telling you right now before we get in, <laughs> in depth into this segment. Yeah.
5: I'm afraid to walk around barefoot here now.
3: Oh, you'll live. Well, you live? Why, you yeah, why would you walk around barefoot? Anyway, why, you, have you looked at this carpeting? <laughs> I don't want to know where this carpeting is. They're making a lot of been. changes. This, carpeting, this carpeting has forty-two different stains, just in a one-by-one <laughs> one patch. And you want to walk barefoot on this carpeting? I'm just saying. You, you're better off getting in the ring with Jameel.
5: Oh God, I would. I would be mm-hmm. dead in a
3: minute. You, you yeah. catch something walking on this
14: rug? I'm sure all of us. <laughs> Very much so. Take
9: it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so before we went to break, I had asked Jameel. Mm-hmm. Okay, Jameel, who? Punched the hardest, who hit the hardest? you've had some time to think about well, it what is the answer to that?
11: Well, I didn't really need any uh time to think about it well i I've boxed everyone in you well when I say everyone i mean either i uh either i uh boxed them in the uh in the gym or I fought them from nineteen ninety 1990, from nineteen ninety six all the way through two thousand and twelve so anybody who was anybody I saw in the ring uh at one time or another. Uh, either uh, practicing or or, or professionally, um, and I think Shannon Briggs was the hardest puncher bar none until yeah. the until the until the current WBC heavily champion world Deontay Wilder. I was retired. I retired in 2012, but uh, I still I was in shape, so I still went and I worked with the pros. You know, I work with guys like Vladimir Klitschko, Vitali Klitschko, Deontay Wilder, Jonathan. Fin- I would just travel the world and just still work out because that's what I did, and it's very difficult to find guys that can, that can that you that can. I always tell, it's very there's, there's, there's not a lot of us. So, and by uh, us, he means means heavyweights, right? There's not a lot of guys. Yes, there's, there's thousands and thousands of heavyweights, but there's not a lot of us who can box at the absolute best in the world level is what I mean so uh, when I was called I, I was called in to work with a guy named. he was a young guy at the time in 2012 2013 I'm sorry uh, his name was Deontay Wilder and uh, once I got um, I remember when I came home and I uh, I told my wife I was like I'm not going to box the pros anymore she says to me why and I said because it hurts uh-huh. He goes he goes, but didn't it always hurt? And I'm like, no, it didn't always hurt.
4: This last guy I
11: was with,
4: it hurt. This guy
11: punches so hard. He is the current uh, WBC uh, heavyweight champ of the world, Deontay Wilder. The kid Did, is just... He, he
2: just had a fight in 10-10. August for the title, right? What Was it August or July? Who's that? Uh, Deontay.
11: Uh, I think it was just two, maybe three weeks ago. Mom. Yeah, it was
2: sometime not that long ago. Yeah, wow. July.
11: Yeah, <laughs> two weeks ago. I think it was two, two, three, yeah. He knocked the kid out in the first round. He's wow. got, You think he's like 38 wins with like 37 knockouts.
3: Well, let me ask you on the other side of that, Jamil. who'd you get in the ring with? And I said, whoa, okay. this guy's got pillow hands.
11: Okay. So, This guy got what?
6: Pillow hands. Pillow hands.
11: <laughs> oh, uh, there was a couple guys. There was a couple guys. Pillowheads meaning they can't punch.
3: It's soft. Yeah, they were soft
11: hitters. (laughs) There was a guy named Charles. There was a guy named Charles Schuford who I thought he he looked like he was. And it was a really interesting. It was a very interesting uh, story with Charles Shuford. Charles Schuford and I were the last two fighters in the world to try out for George Foreman in the Alley movie with with Will Smith. Oh, wow and we, it was it was just he and I the last ones that they they scoured the planet and it was just he and i and uh he won me he he beat me out for the part so he played charles Shuford played uh uh george foreman in the alley movie uh uh next to uh will smith and um and i remember he got the part what a, anyway i fought him a few years later and I remember saying, You beat me out once and you're not gonna beat me again and the interesting thing was Will Smith was ringside when I knocked him out in the second round. So, really?
6: How cool is that? Yeah.
1: Hey,
11: so yeah. so so he he could not punch, so I did not I didn't even like defend myself. I just stayed right in his face and just kinda and just kinda did what I had to do to get him out of there.
2: Wow, very nice.
6: Maybe it's a girl thing, but I just have no desire to be punched by anybody ever. <laughs> I just can't. Yeah.
5: Well, I don't have a desire to be punched either. Well, just, I'm just saying, like, just these happens. guys get in
6: there and they <gasps> really get, like, you know. Oh, yeah. I mean... I don't know. I see those fights, and you know, what's the one where they really there's really like no rules? Ultimate fighting.
11: Well, that's 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 MMA. MMA that... is very brutal, and for, for for a fighter to say brutal, I mean, I'm a fighter, for me to say that that's just a very brutal.
6: Right. I watch them, and then there's women. Who I'm like, oh my gosh, you're just just they're just destroying each other. You know, like really.
11: You can
5: make
4: really.
11: a good
5: living. So no, There's make, nothing more. Yeah, well, you
11: know, and, and actually, you know what? The MMA. I remember a few, several years back, one of the M, top MMA guys. I'm like, hey, man, you know, we're talking, and how much yeah, do you make in a, a fight? And he was like, gives me a number, and I'm like, no way, you're joking, right? And I'm like, I spend that in training camp. Like that's what I spend right. to get ready. It wow. feels
6: so like down in, you know, what I mean, I feel, yeah, like, I feel so. like it's a street thing. You know, it's not as you know.
11: So no, the, there, there's a lot of money in MMA. It just all goes to the big boss,
6: right?
2: Absolutely. So, Jamil, there's been a lot of discussions over the last couple of years how there hasn't really been a fighter like they had in the 80s or the 90s. There's no Mike Tyson out there right now. There's no headline-grabbing guy that's coming up. And it's like people are saying that boxing has kind of fallen off or it's fallen on hard times and hasn't been as popular as it is. How do you feel about the current state of boxing as a whole?
11: Okay, so, you know, my argument to that oftentimes is, I mean, yeah, they say we're having a rough time, but for the years 11, 12, 13, and 14, the two highest-paid athletes on the planet were Mayweather and Pacquiao. So if we are falling on hard times, then how is that possible when we're bringing in the most money, the most shows, and, and the most uh, uh, the most revenue? It doesn't really make sense to me. But I will admit that MMA has definitely uh uh, um found its way into our fan base and chipped away at our fan base and and we didn't have that exciting fighter like uh Tyson Holyfield uh you know um you know Sugar Ray you know Ali we didn't have that and um I tried to be that but it was you know it was hard (laughs) Jamil did did you
3: did you really feel that Tyson was an exciting fighter
11: Tyson was the type of fighter that, very early in my career, when he asked me to go and train with him and training camp, I said, "No, not. I'm, I'm, there's no reason for me to go. He was, he's going to ruin my career." I mean, and, yeah. and I could say that. I could say that without being, you know, I could say that very humbly and very honestly. Listen, he was a career destroyer. That's just what he did. He just destroyed guys, so we decided not to go to training camp with him. Good and, move. Uh, he
4: was
3: <laughs> he was
11: that he he was that exciting. Yes,
3: I mean I didn't. I mean I, I know he was a powerhouse of a boxer. I know he was a piece of a boxer. But I remember that era of watching his fights. Every fight was like such a letdown or a disappointment because it was like a one round fight or three round fight. You know. Um, oh, and- I see. You know, as, you as, as, as a as a fan, as a fan watching boxing, there was no era like you know, you know the the, the uh, Sugar the tw- Ray twelve rounder, right, George or, or and the Holyfield, um, uh, Foreman fights, or you know, I mean, I remember, I mean, that thing went twelve rounds, like. Those hits were heard around the world. It oh, wasn't
5: man. the excitement that, oh, my, who's going to win this? Yeah, right. I,
3: I did enjoy watching Tyson fight as a fan. Right. It really wasn't entertainment. And so, so I, I, all I heard from fans were, too, people who went and got these tickets, went to Vegas for pay-per-view, and they got, like, 90 seconds of pay-per-view. Right, right. You know, of main events. Uh, main, main That's event a dollar time. a minute. Right? right. Yeah. <laughs> mm, yeah, he
4: done.
11: was definitely... that. He was definitely... You can definitely mark him up as definitely one of the top twenty-five greatest uh, draws. Let's use that word draws of all time.
2: So, Jimmy, let me ask you. Oftentimes, you know, you, since you've fought, met all of these different guys, all, you've fought all of them. Was there ever one guy who stands out who you just thought, "Man, this guy's got it, and he's going to be great," but just never got there, just never put it together, just had. Oh
11: my oh my gosh there was this kid named Maurice Harris up in New Jersey up in Newark New Jersey he is the greatest 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 fighter of all time that never made it I mean wow. he had it all he could punch he was tall he was good looking he he had an amazing jab he had beautiful legs he could really? move he could float but he just couldn't get out of his way He, could, he yes. just couldn't get like he just could not. And the whole world knows, like, the inside boxing world, because he went to all the gyms and all the training and all the work, you know. Uh, he was just I, – and I remember I learned uh, when I first started, he was, like, in the gym with us. And, you know, he just used to just
4: destroy
11: me for two, three years straight, you know. And even when I made it to the top, I would bring him in because he was a good friend. And, you know, I learned a lot from him from the very beginning, and I felt like I was doing him, like – uh like a favor, bring him in, give him a salary for six, seven, eight weeks, however long the camp is. And uh, I don't know even, then when I, even then, I still had trouble with him. It was just, he was just the greatest. Maurice Harris, yes. Mm. yes, Good to know. Never uh... never got out of his way.
5: So he, he just, what, he didn't know how to do the business side of it, or he just had personal demons and, and just... Could maybe, personal I
11: mean, demons. Okay. The, the business side, personal demons. I mean, he beat. I mean, he he did get a few good wins. He beat Larry Holmes. He beat um, Thunder, he beat some good names, you know. But never, never even got to the. Never got to where he needed to
5: be. Not to the big show. That's that's unfortunate. Correct. Well, fascinating. Yeah. Definitely fascinating
0: discussion. Yeah. So.
11: So you know, in in, in 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 this career, you know, it's all it's not long. You know, I started late, but I did uh, I did fight for eighteen years. You know, I ended up fighting in Russia, Switzerland, Germany, Mexico, Poland, oh. Austria, uh, 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 Madison Square Garden four times. And you know, being from Manhattan, born and raised in Manhattan, it was just amazing. I was, fighting at the Garden was like so. The first the time I, re- I remember the first time. Oh, it was just, it was just uh, just. I remember the first time I was we we're walking through there. You know, the cameras are on you, and they go walk. And that means okay, it's time for you to walk to the ring. And I'm walking. We're walking from the dressing room. You know, feeling good. I'm ready for my fight. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. And and uh, when I get to the actual arena with behind the curtains, I, I come past the curtains. I froze. I couldn't move. Like I felt like my feet were in cement, and I was just <laughs> stuck. And I was like, What's and then my trainer, he puts his hand, he puts his two fingers in my mouth, and he pulls me to the right, <laughs> and I'm looking at him, and he's like, get it together. Let's go. Because I was stuck thinking, oh, my gosh, all these people in this room, how am I going to breathe for 12 rounds with all these people breathing and taking my oxygen. Billy Joel calls it I the best thinking. arena. With all these people
5: Billy Joel <laughs> <laughs> calls it the best arena in the world. Wow.
4: And taking my oxygen. <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking,
11: but I, I panicked. But, That's so well, great. F-
2: yeah, we're gonna take a short you break. Got me
0: in- yeah,
2: okay. uh, when we come back, we're gonna have more with Jameel Klein, former professional boxer. <laughs>
0: Keep it lit. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook
10: and Twitter.
1: We're on Instagram too.
10: Yes, it's mandatory. Sereno Royale Cigars, created at the La Corona Cigar Factory in Esteli, Nicaragua. Each artfully crafted blend comes to life under the watchful eye of master blender Omar Gonzalez Aleman and industry veteran Anthony Sereno. A combination of hand selected tobaccos from the fertile soils of Esteli and Palapa are aged for over five years and then draped with a luxurious wrapper leaf. A post roll aging process of two additional years brings you an endlessly complex and balanced experience. Visit our website at SerenoCigars.com
8: since the dawn of time the universe has been constantly evolving now experience the evolution of flavor sindicato cigars available in ecuadorian shade grown carojo and san andres marron wrappers are beautifully crafted by master blender arsenio ramos using a double-leaf binder and meticulously box-pressed, Syndicato Cigars provide the perfect draw to deliver the evolved flavors you won't soon forget. Visit syndicatocigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer of Syndicato Cigars.
6: When Dominican passion, artistry, and skill combine with 114 years of family legacy, you don't just have a cigar, you have the cigar. Whether you love the mild, flavorful La Aurora 1987 Connecticut, the spicy 1962 Corojo, or the always smooth, sweet La Aurora in 1903 Cameroon you aren't just enjoying a part of history you're lighting your own legacy flavor value family be a part of something look to the lion smoke la aurora we are Dominican defined
8: Congratulations, champ, on winning your exhibition fight. What are you going to do to celebrate? I'm going to smoke one of these amazing Leaf by Oscar cigars. You mean Leaf by Oscar? That's what I said, Leaf by Oscar. It's called Leaf by Oscar, and yes, they are amazing cigars. See, now you're making me mad. I just want to enjoy my Leaf by Oscar cigar, but you're making fun of me. It's called Leaf by Oscar. That's two knockouts. Now I get to smoke two Leaf by Oscar cigars. That's Leaf by Oscar. Hi, this is Rocky Patel, and I'd like to invite you to try one of our decade cigars. This premier cigar received a 95 rating from Cigar Aficionado, one of the highest ratings ever afforded by that magazine. It's a beautiful Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper with fillers from Nicaragua and Honduras. This cigar is medium to full-bodied, Rich, complex, yet elegant and well-balanced. I promise you, you're going to love the decade. Try it.
14: To Affinity and beyond, that is where Affinity Cigars will take you. These mild to medium cigars use only the finest select high-grade Ecuadorian Connecticut tobacco, creating a cigar that delivers a smooth, rich, creamy smoke. With the gentleness of a mother's touch, Affinity Cigars have become America's go-to cigar for that flavorful yet unintimidating smoking experience. Visit syndicatocigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer.
0: Welcome back. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram
1: too. Yes,
0: it's mandatory.
2: Welcome back to KMA Talk Radio, broadcasting live here in Palm Beach Gardens, Florida. I am Adam K. The Brewmeister. With me,
3: my caffeinated host, Honest Abe. This is a TV show is a tv show isn't it colin what is it
5: he thinks it's big love but i think it is a, big love it, it is. is
3: big love It it is one of the renditions of big love they had they had two renditions yeah
5: because there was a different there was they, a different intro song in the beginning they like had two Beach different Boys. versions
3: this is one of the versions great call colin and let me tell you something it was an off awesome, did you watch big love great show played man. It for too long because then we'll get cut off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, That's <laughs> a whole thing right now with Big Facebook. Big love about a polygamist family up in uh, uh, Utah. Yeah. Oh, what if you play with, a
4: song? Bill, Paxton. Bill Paxton. Bill Paxton. Yes. Bill Make Paxton. Bill he rest in peace. He, he, yes. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Heart attack, right? Yeah. Uh, no, heart surgery. Oh
2: heart, no surgery. surgery. oh, heart surgery. No way, really? Yeah. That was uh, June or something. Yeah.
5: Yeah.
6: Wow, where have I been?
5: That I only watched like the Dancing. first two seasons of that show, but it was Singing. good.
2: It was
3: great. It was a really good it show. It was great. I had no idea. By the way, I, I'd like to give a sitting ovation to our man, Errol.
5: Oh, yeah, yes. Errol brought coffee. He's Thank you man. for the coffee,
3: Errol. Arrow it. just... Uh, which <laughs> brings me my next question with our guest, uh, Jameel McCline.
2: Jameel, what's your favorite television show?
11: <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about
3: TV. I'm segueing. The segue.
11: MS. A, MS. MSNBC. MSNBC. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he,
3: he's watching the Rachel news. Rachel Maddow. Listen, I, I'd like to find yeah, out you. Know, you,
11: you I, got? I'm a political junkie. I'm, uh, just,
3: I'm just addicted to it. It's horrible. Yeah, I hate politics, but I. Um, <laughs> <yeah, laughs> <no. laughs> I hate
11: politics. Uh, it's, it's always, <laughs>
3: politics is always ends up in an argument. So yeah, why bother? You know, it really does. It does. It <laughs> always ends up in an yeah, with an argument with somebody. But you, you, i want to bring up something that we talked about earlier and never kind of got into. You know, you started boxing at the age of twenty-five, and that's that's a that's lot. Pretty late. A lot of guys who
2: really do this professionally, they start at fifteen. Yeah, I mean, sixteen. Why, what Sorry. happened
3: at twenty-five yeah. that, that you decided to get into boxing?
11: Well, <laughs> okay, so now here comes the juicy stuff. So when I was nineteen years, well, you know, I was—I grew up in New York. I I grew up in orphanage. You know, I was. Uh, you know, I was, um, since I was seven years old, I was in orphanage, so, you know, I grew up on the rough side. Uh, and, um, you know, I was a, a, what we called a gunslinger back in those days. Um, sure. uh, I was in the streets, you know, I was slinging, slinging drugs, whatever, and living a rough life. At eight, 19 years old, I ended up in prison for five years. So I was oh, in prison wow. from, 90, from 89 to 94 you know, I was 19 to 24, you know, it was, uh, prison was, uh, very, very, very interesting to, to say the least, <laughs> especially at that age. Um, uh, I remember the first time, uh, one, one of the old timers, we called them old timers. Yeah. He comes, you know, I'm, I'm couldn't have been in more than four months, you know, once I'm through the, you know, through the system and I'm okay uh, in my facility, which was Attica. And the old man comes wow. up to me and he goes, he goes, Hey man, Grow some hair on that pretty face, and let me tell you something. I don't think I shaved for another four years. Man. Wow! Oh! Uh, <laughs> so, uh, so, but he uh, was a good. He was a, he was a, he was a good old guy. Letting me know. Listen, you know, you, you know, grow some hair on that face. You look like a little, you know, a little freshling uh, here. You're so. too. You're
3: right. too pretty. Yeah, you look too pretty.
11: Yeah, exactly. Wow. You're too pretty. Grow some hair on that face. So, wow. You know, um, Prison was uh, challenging. Prison was challenging for me uh, only because I spoke differently than most of the guys, and I understood things a little differently than most guys. I was well read before I went in, and you know, even though I was in the streets, I was, you know, you know, I was, you know, I did two years of college, you know, during all that gunslinging. And believe it or not, I had like this double life. It was kind of crazy, where you know, you know, during the uh, fall, uh, during the uh, spring break and the winter break, I'm home on the streets slinging my guns, slinging drugs, and then I'm back in to college hey let's go to class you know that sounds, anyway, like, a,
3: so, that sounds like an after school so, special movie in the making right there oh, yeah.
11: <laughs> yeah so <laughs> so then uh i ended up uh uh so a lot of guys thought i was like an easy target don't know why i guess it was the way i just looked at things and listen okay you step on my sneakers big deal so what all right it's not, so what okay no problem and then the guy's like oh man he let this guy step on his sneakers he's a punk and then they would try me, and then they would have to get it. So I ended up doing 14 months in solitaire confinement. Oh, my
4: gosh.
11: So I, I was in, in solitaire confinement in a box for 14 months, and that was because... Wait, I all at one time? Violent,
6: like 14 months
11: straight. To, oh, my gosh.
3: How'd you not go insane? Oh,
6: my gosh. Ah! Yeah, I would lose my mind. What did so, you do?
11: So...
3: Nothing. Well, oh,
11: I, I, was deemed, <laughs> I was deemed a violent inmate, but I was just really protecting myself. One sergeant did say, hey, man, I see how these guys come at you. I understand. But, you know, rules are rules. You just can't go cracking people in the head. You just can't go cracking open skulls and cutting people. And I was just like, I'm just defending myself. So, then he goes, I know. I, I see it. But anyway, so I... we got so. Go ahead.
6: I have a oh, my my question is really just so is boxing something you did before you got I mean know you had street skill obviously but did you is it something you did prior to going in there and you know and then in practice and then got out and was like I'm gonna make something of this or did you no perfect your skills no, while no, you were actually,
11: in there I, actually when I got out uh, uh, I was just in the gym a uh, workout gym in Staten Island and some guy comes up to me and says hey man you want to be a boxer and I'm like. Yeah, okay, whatever.
4: <laughs> All right. He goes
11: here's he goes His he goes, here's my card. This is a true story. Here's my card, give me a call and we'll talk about it. So he goes, no, he goes, here's my card, give me a call, we'll go to Peter Luger's and we'll talk Ooh. about it. Oh. I've heard about this place now. This is like the third time. I love
5: Peter steakhouse. Luger's. <laughs> yes.
4: Yeah, that's yes. right. So, <laughs> it's the steakhouse. So now
11: now now I go to uh the guy who owned the gym when we were pals. And I said, hey, man, this guy wants to take me to Peter to Talk about boxing. He goes, first of all, what do you know about boxing? Second of all, Peter Luger's is the greatest, greatest steakhouse in the country, in the city. And I said, and I thought to myself, oh, my gosh, I just got out of the joint just four months ago. Right. I haven't had a steak since I was, like, 18. I'm 25. Let me go get a steak.
4: Right. At least I
2: get a good meal out of this. Right.
11: <laughs> yeah. And, and that's how it happened. So wow. I never touched a weight. I mean, never touched a boxing glove until I was 25.
2: Fantastic. This has and, been a and, well, hold that thought and for me, and Jamil. I didn't
11: have an, hold that I'm thought sorry?
2: for me. I'm, hold that thought for me. I'm up against a hard out. Uh, we have to take a quick yep. break, and we are going to come back after the long break here with more with Jamil yeah. to talk about what's life been like after boxing and cigars. When he got into cigars, and cigars. what's yeah. some of his? What he? When he likes to smoke. You know, what brought him to the world of cigars? It'll be a really interesting and even more fascinating discussion that we've had. Uh, It's been a really great interview, and there will be more of it all right here on KMA Talk Radio Broadcasting Live. Keep it lit.
13: With beer. The all-new Scores Palm Beach. Come be a part of the world-famous gentlemen's Club's new look. A new year brings a new addition to South Florida. Scores Palm Beach. Offering a free lunch buffet Monday through Thursday with $5 prime rib on Friday. Two-for-one drinks till 7 p.m. Scores Palm Beach. VIP seating and second-floor Skybox suites. Full liquor, full nude until 5 a.m. 3174 Lake Worth Road, just west of Congress and Lake Worth Road. For more info, call 649-2000 or at ScoresPalmBeach.com. Welcome back.
0: You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on Instagram, too! Yes, it's mandatory. Hello, to get you back
2: in this, the second hour of KMA Talk Radio. You're broadcasting live. I am Adam K. the Brewmeister. With me, of course, television fiend himself on a stage. Yes. And...
3: Factory, television S- factory.
2: The, yes, the, the mistress of morning radio, Erica Daniel. Good
6: morning, everyone. I have a
2: question for Jamil from one of our. Um, we Tom? are talking to Jamil McC- Jamil Klein, former professional boxer, yes. been our guest and still here with us.
3: I'm a little off with my intro, sorry. It's okay. It's a long night. Yes, but Jamil, I got a question that I've been trying to squeeze in here from one of our fans. Sure. He, he wanted to know, in your opinion, who you think would win between uh, Deontay Wilder and Anthony Joshua.
11: Oh, definitely Deontay Wilder. De- uh, j- j- Anthony Josh is a great fighter. Um, um, but uh, j- uh, uh, um, um, Deontay Wilder is the reason why I decided to not box heavyweights anymore.
4: The, the, power, <laughs> yeah. that
11: man, that, the power that man. The power of that man. That's
3: saying Jack something. Is
11: insane. Well, that, was, that question and came from... Gr-
3: and he's got a great jab. He's long. He's a good fighter. Well, that question came from a long-time came a... Uh... Listener, Bob, Langmead, So, Bob, now you know. There you go.
4: Yes, you do, Bob. all about it.
3: (laughs) So, uh, Jamil, at what point did you get into the cigar lifestyle,
2: and when did you become a regular cigar smoker?
11: So, I think I got into the cigar lifestyle, you know. To me, the cigar lifestyle is, you know, when I was, you know, traveling the world, you know, it was this big shot, you know, guy, at least big shot in my head, you know, <laughs> spending money, I, spending money I shouldn't have been spending, right. um, back in, I think the early 2000s, but I became a regular smoker about when I say regular, I mean like a stick a day, uh, uh, about five, five years ago. And it got to the point to where when I walk through the door, the first thing my wife says is in the shower. Close off. As a matter of fact, I came I in that. pretty late the other night. You get you get that.
6: I do get that. Do you, <laughs> I
5: that's what I have to do every time. I come I come home after smoking cigars, yeah.
3: That's just that's Steve. just that's just Steve. her polite way to make you take a shower, Paul.
11: <laughs> <So,
3: laughs>
6: Are you know, I, saying I, he doesn't normally? <laughs>
11: I'm sorry.
3: No, we're just picking out our producer. Yeah. So the word on the street, Jamil, is that you smoke now what, two to three cigars a day?
11: Uh, I smoke one to two a day.
3: All right, and what's what's your staple cigars? What, what are you? What, what's what's your all time favorites? Some of your all time favorites and your day to day go to your rock solid choices.
11: My day to day go
3: to is the Lito Gomez
11: uh, small batch. Oh. Uh, small batch. I like the uh, the Twi-Hey, um uh Grand Cojones, I like the uh the Twi- the Twi- hey, um TAA. Um
3: those are the those are my like go to sticks. That I don't like, you know, well, I don't you, really deviate from that. Titohe Twi- TAA only comes out once a year. How could that be where you get like fifty boxes so you have enough until next year? Uh, yeah, we get a bunch.
11: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> my man
11: my man Vinny my man Vinny over at Smoke Inn uh, keeps me uh, quite supplied.
3: I mean, <laughs> yeah. Well, it's good. Good now. man, good man. Oh, yeah.
2: Yes. Yeah. So, Jamil, what else? What does a retired boxer do other than smoke cigars and hang out? What does your day-to-day life look like now? Well,
11: well. <laughs> So um, I do own a boxing gym in Boca Raton called Big Time Boxing and Fitness. You know, Big Time because my name was Jamil Big Time McCline when I fought. Right so we are Big Time Boxing and Fitness. We are geared to train anyone from the average soccer mom all the way through your your top athlete in the world, be it a, uh, be it a, uh, a, a baseball player, a football player. Uh, 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 downhill skier i mean we have equipment that trains uh and we focus on um uh some of the best athletes uh in the world but we also cater to the uh soccer mom um crowd as well
6: well i'll be in seeing you to th- <laughs>
11: cool i'll cool. be seeing you
6: i'm in boca and all the time
11: <laughs> and it's a lot of, it's a lot of fun it's not just boxing but it's hitting the bags and right. getting your heart rate up and jumping rope, and then we'll put you on, you know, on some of our other machines and really show you what it's like to uh, be a professional athlete, and then people walk out with an appreciation of uh, what it's like to be a professional athlete at any any sport, boxing, football, baseball, skiing. Um, And then in in addition to that, um, I am uh, the vice president of um, business development for CDK Medical Development. We are a healthcare investment and development group. So I stay busy. So I stay very busy.
2: I, I also see in my notes here you ran for Congress in twenty four two thousand and four. Yeah.
3: What uh, what compelled <laughs> you to run for no, Congress? no twenty fourteen? 2014. That's a typo. Thanks. Yeah. Brian. Oops. Can, can you run for Congress if you've been cursed? Yeah. <laughs> I, I guess in this government, yeah, we've already Congress. had. Yeah. Can what you, am I talking you, about? Can you hey. run
11: for Congress as an ex-con? Yes, you can run for Congress as an ex- ex-con. You cannot run for. Uh, United States Senate as an ex-con, but you can run for Congress as an ex-con. It,
3: it's because the Senate's the other way around. They become ex-cons <laughs> after they become in the Senate. I was waiting if we were going to get a joke about that. Yeah, thing. that's how they balance that. <laughs> you become a senator and eventually you become an ex-con. So what,
2: what compelled you to run for Congress?
11: Well, I'm politically, you know, I've always, yeah. what, like I said, you know, Your coming favorite. from where I come from, Coming from where I come from, you know, the downtrodden, you know, I was uh, an orphanage, uh, wasn't orphaned, but I was in orphanage. And, uh, you know, it was just, uh, I had a really rough upbringing, so I I always fight for the small guy, you know, I always fought, fought for the little guy. So that's really what motivated my run for Congress was... Thinking that I could do something because I, I always, you know, um, donate my resources, whether it's you know finances, my time, or
4: right.
11: some uh, connections I may have to help people in the community. You know, I just always end by myself giving sometimes more than what I have.
6: Are you going to do it again? Are you going to run again, or in the future run for <laughs> anything else? <laughs>
11: I might run for something locally, but I will not, because I spent a lot of money when I ran for the United States Congress. I spent over $325,000 of my own money, and the only reason why I did that was because once you start, you can't get out. Right and uh, once you, and you know I ran against a guy who was in office for twenty years and uh, but you know to answer your question I don't think so only because the the the, the climate has changed so much it's the the, the vitriol the, the 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 rhetoric it's just it, it, it's it's just it's it's unlike anything I've ever seen in my lifetime in politics so no I will not be running but I will still
6: do other do things for the community right. as,
11: yes I will still yeah. I think that that, that's, that's fantastic. That's what I think is more effective anyway.
6: Yeah, it is. I was going to say, you're probably going to get a lot farther that way anyway, and it's more genuine, and, and you're going to touch a lot more people, you know, in that way. Help them out.
3: Jamil, you mentioned you were married earlier. Do you have children?
11: I am married. I have uh, three daughters, um, uh uh um, I have two daughters with my ex-wife and my oldest daughter uh, lives up in New Jersey. She goes to Rutgers University. So I'm very proud of of her and uh, she's doing really well. We were talking about her doing um, her master's in Germany. Ooh. Wow. Wow. it 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 was my suggestion. Actually, I... I wanted her to go to an, to Austria for her masters, but she wanted to do Germany. Only because I spent so much time in Europe, I just think it's
3: just fabulous.
6: It's amazing over and, there.
3: To say, to say I studied there. Yeah. In, the, question, the question, the question I like to ask you, because especially as, as a guy who played former football, and I have a young son at three, and I, I, I never forget they asked Mike Ditka this, and he t- said about his grandson, it, 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 "Would you it, the sport of boxing? You know, would you want your son?" Or your grandson, um, per se, at some point in life, uh, was starting to get interested in the sport of boxing. Was it something you'd want to, you know, influence him to partake in, or would you discourage it?
11: And you have a three-year-old son. You said
3: I have a three-year-old son. I mean, there was an interview with Mike Dick uh, in in, in uh, Real Sports. I think it was, and in. Because look, football is damaging a lot of kids, and they're now they're showing a lot of the, the post playing trauma. and And I, I remember they asked Mike Dick, uh, about how he felt if the sport was safe or not. And, you know, Mike Dick has said, "Look, I've been in football my whole life; it's ingrained in my blood. But if you ask me if I want one of my grandkids playing football, I'd say probably not." You know, and you know, obviously, me p- played football for many years. I, I, there's a part of me would love to see my son on the field and and playing the sport. And of course, my wife's not. No. for it or thrilled right. about it but you know with all things going on I, I just even myself I'm a little conflicted whether maybe that's not a great sport for a young man to get into nowadays I was wondering how your feelings were about boxing if you had a son or a grandson is, is it something that you'd encourage him to take apart or do you have concerns about the long-term effects of getting hit regularly in the head and how that may affect you know somebody's health
11: so I kind of I, I agree with you. You know, I would love. There's a part of me and we would love to see. You know, you know, let's use my nephew, who started to gain a lot of interest in the gym, and you know, but then you know, it's a tough gig. You know, mm-hmm. fighting is a fighting is a tough gig, and, and and then I'll use me as a prime example for the. I mean, because now they say, oh, you know, with 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 uh, football. You know he's concussed this weekend, so he can't play until Thursday. I mean, my God, I was concussed thousands of times. I mean, con- concussed is what when uh, I construe that as when you're when you're smashed hard enough where you kind of lose your equilibrium, and I mean that happened to me five times a day, literally. Right. You know, so so I just I mean. No, because I wouldn't want. Because sometimes you know you do have these, these. There are there are effects. There are after adverse effects. Like I'll give you an example. Like you know I fall into depressions. I mm. I uh, I you know I, I'll 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 just you know disassociate from my complete surroundings for weeks at a time. And people are like, where are you? What are you doing? And I'm just like, listen, I I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just dealing with. I don't even know what I'm dealing with. I'm right. dealing with something. And I just think that's. Um, I I know it's from boxing. How do you not? How could you? I mean, how could you sustain thousands of right. percussions and right. not and not have some kind of effect somewhere along the line, down the line? So yeah, no, I wouldn't want to see my. Now that I talk it out, no, I wouldn't right. want my like like any of my family to. Deal with that or suffer that—it's—it's it's horrible. It's—it's it's horrible.
3: So you—you you you know, do have some um, personal—you yeah. have some personal concerns about your own well-being after all these years.
11: Oh yeah, absolutely, hundred wow. percent. I do, hundred uh, percent. I do because, like I said, you know, I'll—I'll I'll go into—I'll fall into these deep. Life is great. I live on the water. The beautiful wife. She's a doctor. Everything is wow. great. And then you fall into these deep depressions. So. And why does that happen? I think it's from, what do they, what do they call it? CT. Yep. CTS.
6: CTE, yeah. CTE. All right. I think. Right.
2: Um. We're going to take a short break when we come back. We will have a quick, brief segment with Jamil, and then we'll have the scoop
1: with Coop.
0: Keep it lit. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter.
2: We're on
1: Instagram too.
0: Yes, it's mandatory.
5: Make your next bold journey an epic one. When it comes to cigars, only one brand delivers intense, unforgettable experiences. Camacho. In continuing this fearless tradition, Camacho brings you the newest addition to its arsenal of badass. The new Camacho BXP. Intense, box-pressed, and crafted with rugged American broadleaf fillers from Pennsylvania. Available in Connecticut, Corojo, and Ecuador. Outfit your next bold journey with the new
10: Camacho BXP. Sereno Royale Cigars, created at the La Corona Cigar Factory in Esteli, Nicaragua. Each artfully crafted blend comes to life under the watchful eye of master blender Omar Gonzalez Aleman and industry veteran Anthony Sereno. A combination of hand-selected tobaccos from the fertile soils of Esteli and Talapa are aged for over five years and then draped with a luxurious wrapper leaf. A post-roll aging process of two additional years brings you an endlessly complex and balanced experience. Visit our website at serinocigars.com.
8: I can barely remember, but my first time was on my boat. Winning! My first time was in the locker room at the gym after a grueling workout. My first time was on a cool, crisp morning right on the 18th hole. Everyone remembers the first time they had Hex. Hex cigars are the perfect balance of body and flavor that will have you reminiscing long after the embers have gone out. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer today. Because you will always remember the first time you had Hex
5: lights, camera, action. Real Clips Barbershop brings you all that is good about old school barbershops in a new cinematic themed environment. Whether you need a traditional cut, fade, blowout or even a straight razor hot towel shave, our master barbers will get you right. All while enjoying iconic scenes from some of your favorite movies. Right from our video screens built into the mirrors. Visit RealClipsBarbershop.com That's Real, R-E-E-L ClipsBarbershop.com for a location near you or to make an appointment. After one visit, we know you'll be back. Welcome back.
0: You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on
1: Instagram, too.
0: Yes, it's mandatory.
2: Welcome back to KMA Talk Radio, broadcasting live here in Palm
3: Beach Gardens, Florida. I am Adam K., the Brewmeister. With me, of course, on a stage. I just... Got up to walk around and stretch around in a break, and my knees and ankles were making sounds like I've never heard before. I actually heard that. I swear. Yeah. I've been too old. Man.
5: Cracking and crunching.
3: I'm sure. I'm sure Jameel's had those mornings. <laughs> <laughs> And, Actually of course, now. our KMA's Mr. Morning Radio, Erica
2: Danielle. Cool. And we I'm are here, here. with Jamal, Jamil. 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 I, I know it's hard
6: Jamil. to say. Jamil. Let's hey, just call him Big Time McLean. Maybe that's there just better. There, there you go. Big there time.
3: go. Big Time
5: McLean.
6: Yeah, I think that that's best. We'll go with that.
5: <laughs> you can follow me on, uh, on uh, Twitter, at Big Time McCline. Yes. Very cool. And, uh, listen, hopefully so next time if you're in.
11: Follow me on if you, if you follow me on Twitter, it's all Political and very little boxing. (laughs) boxing. Let me tell you something. I have over thirty thousand followers on Twitter, and I think they're mad at me because they follow me for boxing reasons. But all I talk about is politics, politics, so (laughs) I never get I never get any likes. But whatever. So let's stay
3: since you're so politically uh, oriented. In 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 like a sixty second summary, what's your opinion on the political state of affairs currently?
11: Mm. Uh, I just think it's I just think that, you know, in the end, we're all Americans. Like I'll give you an example. My dear friend, uh, Vinny, uh, he's a Trump voter. I obviously was a Hillary voter. But yet we, you know, we're friends. We can still talk about our differences. We don't have to scream and yell. And just because you feel a certain way and you feel a certain way, I think that's America. That's what makes America America, the right to Feel a certain way and not be persecuted for it. What i found in the current state of affairs and, uh, is that you are persecuted for your feelings, whether it's the right or the left. The, the right will persecute the left, the left will persecute. And, and, and that is what I uh, hope that we can get past sooner rather than later.
3: It's not getting passed anywhere. They, they won't give up. I mean, look, I mean, look I, I'm not going to lie. I didn't vote for Obama. I wasn't thrilled when Obama won. But you want to know what? After he went, you know what I did the next day? I went to work. Right, you know, it's, just it. it's over. I, I put
2: my pants on with, with I, the same I, way. You know, my, my, my my
3: my football team lost the Super Bowl, and you know what? Went to work the next day. You know, it's not the end of the world. Yeah. Everybody wants to cry and whine, and I mean, I I've stopped looking in social media because I can't even deal with all you the. Can't take it anymore. No, it's, it's become brutal. It's become brutal. All right, this has been KMA Talk Radio.
2: No,
11: so no, go go ahead, Jamil, right. go ahead. So I have I, I have a, uh, a a rule. If, if you're going to comment on any of my social media, you know, because I have tens of thousands. If you're going to comment, that's fine. But please do not be disrespectful to the to anyone else's views, sure. points, or opinions. That way, we can have intellectual, pro- productive, progressive conversation. Because well, once we once we fall into the name calling, then it, the, the whole thing falls apart.
3: Intellectual conversation. Then, in then how point. do you talk to Vinny? Oh that's yeah. a that's an inside KMA joke. But yes yeah, must must have been said. Listen, he's, he's watching. Right, I know, that's why I said it. So listen Jamil, I, I hope next time you're in the area you stop by, we have a, a cigar and, and you and I'll sit down and uh, shoot some politics. Yes, please. I'd love to, man.
11: Absolutely. This has
2: been Jamil big time McLean as our guest, more professional boxer. Jamil it's been an absolute pleasure having you. Good luck and we hope to see you around soon and uh, best of luck with everything else you got going on.
11: Hey, guys, thank you so much, Abe. Hey, thank you very much. Yes. And uh please uh, keep those great cigars coming. Brother. We will,
3: my friend. Thanks Not for coming on. Problem. Thank uh, you so much.
11: Thank you. Bye. Right. Great
3: guy.
2: Bye-bye. Fascinating guy. Fascinating guy, man. Absolutely.
3: Just Glad we got him on. I know. It's been
2: uh, something we've been working on for a while and just a lot of Have
3: pictures. you seen pictures of him? Uh, no. Oh, he's huge. He's a tank. Oh, I hear mean,
6: he's yeah. like over six, six foot six oh, or he's something. Tank. Yeah,
3: he's a he's a big dude. He's a big boy.
6: and
5: he's still in shape too. Like he, he, I guess he still works out at his gym, but he's I bet he you... Has he has
6: one, so he probably does. Yeah,
5: he could take somebody right now. I oh guess. yeah, totally. I,
3: I think I think we should his do a punish producer episode and see whether Paul could take a hit to the. Gut. I am
5: not your dancing uh, monkey.
3: Our last <laughs> producer who did it, man, he, where's he? He took it for the team
5: yeah okay he's not here though i, I showed him the video
3: <laughs> did he yeah did yeah i've you, seen it did you cringe
5: yeah i can't do that i can't do i don't do pain
3: if i had taken that punch i think i would have crapped in my pants <laughs> uh, watching him get hit in the stomach by uh you almost the lose Abraham control hammer, yeah yeah I, it makes me almost want to crap also in my pants. by the way shout
2: out to the hebrew <laughs> hammer who won did in he a win? Third round knockout last week i wow, actually watched dude, a little a bit of it i, just I saw him. it on hbo oh he's a beast Wow! See. Yeah, yeah, that's if, Jamil. If you saw the fight, I mean he the guy had Whoa. no chance. He yeah, big yeah, boy he destroyed him.
4: Whoa! Was big
2: a... boy. Uh, when we come back after this short but brief break, we are going to see what's the scoop with Coop in the news this week, with all the latest headlines and
3: interesting stuff happening in the news. Right? Yeah, he is a good looking guy. No wonder they told him he to is. grow facial hair. <laughs>
4: <laughs> He'd
3: be very pretty in some of these pictures. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh, my good grief. This has been KMA Talk Radio. We <laughs> hope you've enjoyed today's show. Uh, Jamil McLean, former professional boxer. If you missed any part of it, make sure you go back check out the archives at KMATalkRadio.com. Until we come back from this short break, keep it lit.
0: You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're
1: on Instagram, too!
0: Yes, it's mandatory. Since the dawn of time, the
8: universe has been constantly evolving. Now, experience the evolution of flavor sindicato cigars available in ecuadorian shade-grown carojo and san andres maron wrappers are beautifully crafted by master blender arsenio ramos using a double leaf binder and meticulously box pressed sindicato cigars provide the perfect draw to deliver the evolved flavors you won't soon forget visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer of sindicato cigars
2: nesta miranda has always believed it's not just cigars it's a lifestyle And the Nestor Miranda Collection is handmade at My Father Cigars in Esteli, Nicaragua, for your lifestyle. It doesn't matter if you're smooth like the Connecticut, mellow as a Habano, bold like the Maduro, or spicy like the all-new Corojo. The Nestor Miranda Collection is blended with your lifestyle in mind. Four sizes, four blends, one life. Celebrate your lifestyle with the cigars of the Nestor Miranda Collection
7: today. Cigar Enthusiasts. Visit cigarrights.org for more information and to become a member.
9: The Oliva family, the makers of some of the most affordable yet highest rated premium cigars available. For seven straight years, Cigar Aficionado has rated Oliva as one of the best cigars of the year. And Oliva has a cigar for all smokers, from the newly released Gilberto Oliva Reserva to the bold and rich Oliva Siri V. Oliva cigars can be found at a tobacconist near you. So always ask for Oliva, an unbeatable value and uncompromising quality. The Oliva family of cigars.
14: Welcome back. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio.
0: Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on
1: Instagram, too!
4: Yes,
0: it's mandatory.
2: Welcome back to KMA Talk Radio, broadcasting live in Palm Beach Gardens, Florida. I am Adam K. DeBruumeister. With me, of course, Anna Sainz and the Mistress of Morning Radio, Erica Daniel. And this has been... You didn't put it on here. What episode is this? 276. 276. It really? is on there.
3: Oh, I, I was looking at the... I, it usually is on the wheel, but... it's
2: Adam, I don't think it's ever been know. on the wheel.
3: Ad- Adam's having an off day. You know what? I think everyone is. Not as off maybe.
5: as he as he was uh, like two weeks ago. Oh, this got weird. Yeah, what happened <laughs> two weeks ago? I don't remember. He just came in and he was like just staring at the sky. Oh, maybe it was a week ago. Last
3: week. Is that kind of like no.
5: every
2: week he's staring at the sky? No, it wasn't last week. It might have been four weeks ago. Oh, maybe four weeks. Was I here?
3: No. Yeah. No. I don't know. He wasn't here four weeks ago. He
6: wasn't. Got married, I was. I was moony. having the best day
5: ever in my entire life. I'm, I have too much. I'm having too much. Good, good. Oh my, Very god, nice. oh my god! Oh my she's, god! Oh, my God. She's listening, she's isn't listening. she? She's that's listening, right. isn't she? No, actually, she's working.
3: So. Mm. I like the fact that she told Somebody me. that she I have knows to continually is continually confused, abuse you on a regular basis. Yes, that's what she said to you yes, last night. Said, I and I got really
5: nervous because Adam has a list of things to talk about about me oh, yeah. from my brother.
3: Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, he's I just so do, sweet. We should do one a week. Let's do it in the closing segment. Mike, right? Uh, okay. Segment. We should do one so, a week. Yeah, Mike. Yes.
6: Yeah, he's great. He's so very scary.
4: sweet.
3: The best part is I showed up to Stephanie, and she's like, oh, that's uh, that's good. Oh, yeah, <laughs> nice. Oh, God. All right, let's find out what's going on with Coop. Let's see. What's this week? In the Scoop with Coop.
8: Hey, y'all, what's my theme music.
0: The
3: Scoop with Coop. Breaking industry news.
0: Hear it first on KMA Talk Radio and cigar-coop.com. Yeah, Coop! This week, the scoop with
2: Coop, brought to you by Cigar-Coop.com.
3: Oh, he's not calling in.
2: No, he is not. So oh,
3: we that means I have new. to read. Yes. <laughs> can we just like a- can't we just announce the link to this page on the air and let
2: people go and read? <laughs> go for to, to http
5: colon backslash backslash. I'm too if, tired to If you to show read.
2: up, if you check out our Instagram on Thursdays, it's usually also posted there.
5: Yeah, we don't have to read the whole story. Just give a, uh, a
2: gist. Altus USA and Crown Ted's this week announced they're teaming up for the Monte Cristo Ciudad de Musica. Which translates to Music the City. Music City. Uh, which is big a big theme with the Crowned Head guys. They've got a lot of musical references and all the cigars they make, yes. and the names of their brands, the packaging. But obviously, they are in Nashville, so the Music City. Well, you know,
3: it was very original. It's never been done before. <coughs> Avo! <clears throat> sorry (laughs) wow (coughs) Uh, so uh, cigars will be coming out soon
2: and it's going to be in four sizes there's a thousand cigars being made uh, 25,000 cigars per size so it's going to be a limited edition run in a 20 count box so look for that in the stores near you soon
3: interesting with Altus it's like now partnering up with anybody it's like hey you want to make a cigar give us a call Mm-hmm. Right? They're just it, well, eating well, up everybody, well, right? Just it, just making good. scars with everybody.
2: It's like they didn't steal the idea from Christian O'Reilly or anything.
3: Well, I mean, yeah, he did that was probably maybe the first time that I remember it being done with uh that was La Florida Manacan at the time. When I mean, they first like yeah. two companies worked together. But yeah, because uh what do they call them? Collaboration seems yes. to be the thing. Now. Everybody's trying to collaborate. Yes. Yeah. We'll collaborate. share the
4: that
2: expenses one. and then hopefully get all the profits.
3: AJ Fernandez adds Ramon. Ayones to his portfolio, which is a very old Cuban brand. Uh, it was tried to been revived by General Cigars, I believe, maybe five, six years ago. They released a uh, U.S. version of Ramon Aiones, which who tanked. Well, really? it's, a actually, man, I it's
2: actually right here uh, It's owned by General And in the US under the arrangement General will continue to own the trademark Oh. In 2015 General moved the Ramon Aleones Under its Foundry Tobacco brand Earlier this year the Foundry Ramon Aleones cigar Had been discontinued
3: was announced ah. oh. Should be out in January
2: this so, next so story is I, I, I don't exciting.
5: get
3: it Is he just making it so he doesn't own the brand uh, Are You didn't let me read the story License
5: so? A licensing fee I is think Is that
3: what it is yeah uh,
2: Okay. Doesn't really say exactly
3: because it was so hot for general.
2: I know. <laughs> I feel well, like, I feel like AJ
3: is trying to pad his portfolio. I mean, I'm actually happy about this next story. I, Camp Camacho. Heard, so I've heard stories. About I've been Camp there Camacho. Too, It's pretty yeah. cool. I mean, if, if it's the same place, it's kind of cool. It's like literally like on a ranch, right? And the the whole hangout is like. The pool, and the deck is like on a cliff. That is that, like that over... where the
5: monkey was? Or yes, was that, that was the monkey. Yeah, because was, Carlos was telling us it. That was changing the tree
3: it. that bit Carlos in the butt. Yes. <laughs> yes. After, not, after, nine, after a near 10-year hiatus, Camacho Cigars has announced it's bringing back its factory tour program to customers. The company has opened up a new guest house adjacent to its recently opened Diadema Cigars de Honduras, S.A. in Danley, Honduras. Camacho Cigars has established a new four-day, three-night program that includes a tour of the new factory, a visit to tobacco fields, a blending session, and a day of ziplining in Honduras.
4: Zipline! Camacho (laughs) has been
3: established a series (laughs) of 14 trips that will be available between February and April 2018. Travel can be booked directly online. The guest house features 11 rooms and 13 bathrooms that can house up to 20 guests, the great room of the house is a full bar, full service kitchen, and comfortable seating areas with flat screen. And there's also an outdoor lanai. The last time Camp Camacho program was one of the Oro- Oroa family still owned the brand. I don't know if this is going to be the exact camp
4: mm-hmm. right.
5: that they
3: used to use. It looks like they might have made a new camp.
5: All the uh, all the craziness might not be uh, might
2: not be.
3: It was just name. a cool setting. It was fun. <laughs> is that it for this group or is there more?
2: There is one, one more story okay. here.
3: Uh, Placencia Coscha 146
2: released into the U.S. market. What? Cosecha? Coseca. Yeah. Coseca. Coseca. Gesundheit. Yes. <laughs> uh, a cigar showcased at the 2017 IPCPR trade show is now heading to U.S. retailers. The Coseca 146, the first
3: cigar Placencia Cigars. Coseca series, so we'll be having a series of these things. Uh, are you like speaking Chinese right now? Because I don't know what it sounds like. I don't even hear the story in these words. <laughs> uh, it means harvest, apparently. I mean, just say harvest. Yes. Uh,
2: Spit it out! <laughs> it, this release pays homage to the 146th harvest of the Placentia, and it uh, uses tobaccos from Honduras and Nicaragua from that crop. Uh, these are the countries where the Placentias grow the majority of their tobacco. According to Placencia Cigars, they are in the process of adding aging additional tobaccos as part of the Coseca Series or the Harvest Series, and will be ad- introduced in the coming years.
3: Yeah, I, so I, that's I, the
2: scoop this I, week.
3: I already see like the l- people lining up for a brand. Yeah, can I get the Coseca one four six? Can I get the Coseca? Uh, <laughs> it, it's bad enough the people, when one four six. People go,
2: yeah. Can I get some cows? What do you mean a cow?
3: Cows. Oh. What's a, oh, CAO. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard that in a while. I haven't been on the retail wow. floor. Oh, yeah. I didn't know I, I never heard cow. I heard, I heard K- uh, KO and mm-hmm. chow. Yeah. I
2: guess
5: it does kind of. I mean, I, wow. There's yeah.
2: there's a lot of things uh, pronounced weirdly in the cigar yes, world. Yes, yes. Tatooie. Yes.
3: Tatooie. Do you have any Tatooies? I like some Tatooies. My favorite is Olivia. Yep. Do you have any Olivia like olivia newton john is that what you're looking for man you know i mean it's hilarious oh yes we can go all day with this i man. would love he to will. see
5: how some people pronounce El-Wu-Wen-t-ay. El-Wu-Wen-t-ay. oh
3: yeah well i mean that's too new i don't uh, yeah i haven't heard any variations of i haven't heard anybody even ask for that cigar so i don't know yeah it'd be a
2: good thing to guess but i don't know
3: <laughs> yeah but yeah we've heard so many weird names over the years but yeah ciao cow that's funny <laughs> Cow. Cow. That was one of them. Cow. That is one of them. That's one of the long-standing ones. Yes. All right. This has been a great
2: show. We are going to take a short break. When we come back, we'll see this week who belongs in a cigar in Asylum, and we'll drop some
0: special knowledge about Paul. Oh, yes. You're listening to KMA Talk Radio. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're on
1: Instagram, too.
0: Yes, it's
14: mandatory. This is Eric Espinoza, and over the years, many cigar aficionados have enjoyed my highly rated brands, 601, Musielago. In the spirit of continuing improvement, I have purchased my own factory, La Zona, in rich and fertile tobacco region of Esteli, Nicaragua. After almost two decades in the cigar industry, I have created a brand I finally feel is worthy of my name. Espinoza cigars are made with only the finest tobaccos, hand-selected, and aged to perfection. Our cigars are bold in flavor, yet refined to the palate. For more information, visit EspinozaCigars.com.
8: I could barely remember, but my first time was on my boat. Winning! My first time was in the locker room at the gym after a grueling workout. My first time was on a cool, crisp morning right on the 18th hole. Everyone remembers the first time they had Hex. Hex cigars are the perfect balance of body and flavor that will have you reminiscing long after the embers have gone out. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer today because you will always remember the first time you had
10: Hex. Sereno Royale Cigars created at the La Corona Cigar Factory in Esteli, Nicaragua. Each artfully crafted blend comes to life under the watchful eye of master blender Omar Gonzalez Aleman and industry veteran Anthony Sereno. A combination of hand-selected tobaccos from the fertile soils of Esteli and Jalapa are aged for over five years and then draped with a luxurious wrapper leaf. A post-roll aging process of two additional years brings you an endless complex and balanced experience visit our website at serenocigars.com
12: if you have to pack a go bag
10: what would go in it
12: for pepe mendez it was his rare pilotico tobacco scenes which he personally carried to the dominican republic half a century ago in tribute we introduced the monte cristo pilotico pepe mendez a robust cigar with nutty leathery notes and a slow burn that marks the rebirth of a golden age Try the new Monte Cristo at your local cigar lounge, and you may want to pack one to go too. Surgeon General warning, tobacco smoke increases the risk of lung cancer and heart disease even in non-smokers.
8: Thank <sharp inhale> you.
7: visit cigarrights.org for more information and to become a member welcome back you're listening to kma
0: talk radio follow us on facebook and twitter we're on
1: instagram too
0: yes it's mandatory
2: welcome back to kma talk radio we are here broadcasting live in palm beach gardens florida i am adam k the brewmeister we're getting to wind down here on the final segment of this, the November eighteenth of twenty seventeen, Ragnarok yet? No, I haven't had time. Have Ragnarok? You had time? No, I've. I was going to say, in a, you
3: know? no, I've been wanting to see it, Paul. Ragnarok yet? Are you a Marvel fan at all, or no?
2: No,
5: I, I'll watch movies, but I haven't seen it.
3: Oh, it's so I heard it was the best Thor movie yet.
5: Really? Oh, you know what? I've seen that on Facebook though. A lot of my friends that saw Thor, that I mean, mean, Thor, loved
3: I mean, it. I mean, the first couple Thor movies weren't great, so it's not like you know. I haven't, but I heard it's a great movie.
5: And funny,
2: I hear. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah it's, very,
5: yeah. it's very comical. And yeah.
3: Well, I mean, it was directed by a guy whose background is fully in comedy and had never directed a serious film before, so... No, I'm, I'm very... I, maybe this week I'll get a chance to go check it out with the missus. It'd be nice. Yes. You go to the movies still? Yeah. I haven't been to a movie. I couldn't tell you the last it's time. It's an experience. It is. Yeah, you go yeah. out, maybe... Get a bucket of popcorn. Sit next to your wife.
5: See, I would see the opposite movie. with you, though, because I w- I would think that you'd hate being surrounded by strangers.
3: Well, that's why I don't go to opening night. I'm usually, surprised you don't have we go the to theater, theater at your house. No, we like go in to, your backyard. No, somewhere. because the whole point is to get out of the house, right. all. You know, my <laughs> wife's at home all day with four kids. And like she likes to have a conversation and does start with you know and get her out of the house. I didn't drop it. I swear. Yeah, you know. So no, we took like a little outing thing. You know, when we when we were single I mean before we were, like married, but before we had kids, like we would go to the movies like once, twice a week. Sometimes. Wow. Yeah, we were very much moviegoers, both of us. So it worked out for us. But yeah, I've definitely been wanting to see Ragnarok. And I wanted to see that uh, Wonder movie too.
2: Oh yeah, the one new the one with the, yeah.
3: The, uh, Julia Roberts and uh, Owen Wilson. Yeah, based on a true story. My my wife made my oldest daughter read that book, so Oh yeah.
5: Actually it looks really good. Yeah. I saw the previews for yeah,
3: it. Yeah, I want to see that too. So that's on my that's on my list of things to watch. Otherwise I don't I've been so out of touch for the last four weeks I don't even know what's come out or what's good. Justice League came out this week and apparently. Oh, it, didn't just, hand. It, it just looked it, the previews listen, when you can't excite me. In the previews, I know it's going to be a bad movie, because how many times like you'll see the previews like, oh that movie looks great, or, uh, and then you get there and like they showed every great scene right, in the right. preview, there was nothing left They're of the spent. movie. That's, right,
10: that's all the good. So when you
3: can't even excite me on a preview, you know it's going to tank. Yeah. Oh man, DC is so behind the curveball in the you know superhero genre. They don't anyways. have Disney. Dude, they got the characters. They got Superman and Batman, man. But the,
5: the kings of interli- so intellectual property that own Marvel now, it, it, Disney, nobody can beat them. They're the best. It's the best thing that ever happened.
2: Yeah, Which brings to me you. to a new thing we're
3: going to start calling Paul's <sighs> Topic Segment.
6: <Great.
2: laughs>
3: All this time of stalling, you couldn't come up with a better spot than Paul's Topic Segment? <laughs> um, let's make fun of Paul. Paul's Fun Facts.
6: Paul's
2: Fun Facts.
3: Yes. <laughs> so I'm not going to use one of the ones I have because Paul gave me a better one. Uh, yeah. Paul was so paranoid about this list that he doesn't know what's on. He walked in during the break and said, "Did my brother tell you about this and this?" And we're like, uh, "No, but we do know about it but now." That's
5: a good one.
3: Yes, about the whooby that you had.
5: It was not a. It did was you call called, it a whooby? No. Did yes. you have? A, did you have a
2: nickname for it? Like yeah. What was your nickname? Blanky. blanky. just Called it blanky.
5: Yeah, I had a blanky. My brother, when he was real little, he had Mister Blanks. But
3: that's what you'll have in another few years. <laughs> <laughs> <Mr>. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, way to go. We I am sure. done. <laughs>
4: Good night. Good night. Drop you the mic. That's it. It's all over from here.
2: So yeah, nowhere so, to go. So, Paul, Mr. Mr. Blanky here, uh, you had him till you were how old? 13? Well, I the age, the age description is
5: kind of fuzzy to me, mm-hmm. but I remember uh, the cleaning lady she uh but well this is what i was told i found out later in life that this is not the case but i was told that the cleaning lady must have thrown it out and i was like fire her
4: <laughs> <laughs> i can so see that Oh, so angry I was like, fire her, her.
2: <laughs> fire the cleaning lady because she threw away fire rosalita <laughs> fire rosalita
5: <laughs> and and they said uh they said well we there's nothing we can do you know You're not going to have your blankie anymore. But see, I shouldn't. Why am I talking about this? I, I actually. So as my blankie got older, it ripped and pieces came off. So I called them It's Tails, and I saved the tails oh and tied God. them all together and put them in a
2: special spot. <laughs> what is the matter with you? <laughs> so hey. I had the so tails. So do you still have the tails but not the blankie?
5: I think the tails are somewhere at my mom's house. Oh but I think my God. mom has the blankie, by the way. That's the story that my brother told me. My brother told me that my mom and dad were so concerned gonna, like, that eight? I still had a blankie that they they took it away and blamed it on the cleaning lady.
6: That poor cleaning lady, any, you
3: didn't even know. Like, I don't know what you call that, like psychological attachment to any inanimate object growing up? No. <laughs> you? No. Nope. Me neither.
6: No.
5: It wasn't like a, I slept with it. It was just like, you know, you have a yeah, teddy bear a to thing. go to bed. I, mean, I think I slept with attachment. a meatball hero one. <laughs> <laughs> that's a dream you
3: of mine, to eat a meatball hero you in You know, bed. maybe a. a really? Maybe a, Meatball yeah, parm huh. sub or something. I hadn't slept with it. You know, mon- I think your days of doing tonight. that are over now that you're married. I'm not yeah. allowed to eat in bed anymore.
6: I was going to say. I missed that George part of Costanza. being not a chance. Uh,
3: you got a little like corned beef pastrami under the pillow?
5: Yeah. Dude, you uh, don't even know. that eating in the bed is the
3: most disgusting thing, man. I got to tell you, I'm it's single so and gross. I've never, ever eaten...
2: Cause you guys
5: never lived in a studio apartment in I don't in New York, care, like,
3: man. I
6: I, I sat on that, the bed,
3: though. put if
2: the you TV never on, felt
3: the crumb.
6: You, you, he like you, reached from his you, bed to the fridge. That's sleep, how close it was.
3: You sleep fully clothed, don't you? Nah, no, no. Nah.
5: I either sleep in just like my underwear, like boxer briefs, or I sleep. You don't, in the in the buff.
3: You don't feel the, the crumb sometimes from the food and.
5: I don't now, but I don't remember if I did. I was so I was a I was doing improv and stand up. I was so drunk when I by the time I got into bed. (laughs) You were doing meth? I no, I never did meth. Oh, okay. But I was so drunk by the time I got into bed that it didn't matter. Like I I'd go to a diner, pick up pick up diner food, bring it home, eat like a triple decker club sandwich in bed with fries, watch a movie and pass out.
3: I got into bed once a couple months ago and I lied in there and all of a sudden it was like sand gravel all over my bed. I'm like what
4: the <laughs> F is this? I
3: like, oh, I caught Petra eating like some crackers. <laughs> I went and woke her up. I said, "You can go get that dust back and vacuum that mattress, young lady."
4: <laughs> it was
3: gross. I felt like I was rolling around the beach. <laughs> she just, ma- she just decided
5: to go in your bedroom, well, watch TV, <laughs> and eat crackers. What happens
3: is, is that for some reason, everybody likes to be on the first floor of our house. Okay, yeah, you know, these kids have their own rooms upstairs. They have their own like little mini living room upstairs, TV and right. whatever. They all like to be on the first floor. So when there's an argument on what to watch in, in the main living room, they go, Mom, can we watch the TV oh, in your okay. room? And they go in our room and watch the TV there. And having snack time, and it was like Pebble Beach, man. <laughs> <laughs> pebble Beach in my mattress, man. I went ballistic. Ugh, eating, yeah. in the, eating in the bed is the most disgusting thing It is horrible. Ever. Gross. I, I yeah. can't even see how you like like that. That's how my wife
5: I get feels. it for
6: him, though. Like, at the age he was doing it and, like, being in a studio and everything is really together, there's really no division of room, and, you know, you don't have a living room. Yeah. You don't even have a table, so bed.
5: <laughs> I, I get did. that,
6: but still gross. I
3: had a table, <laughs> but I didn't use it. Would you eat on the okay, toilet? That's
6: gross, then. Paul. No, uh,
3: you I did eaten when I started. was a kid. You have eaten that I used started. to
5: eat Cheerios when I was when I was learning when I was getting potty trained. Really? Did my
3: brother give you that did little you ever
5: tidbit? Like st- so no, you know,
3: do. I'm so scared yes. of what he gave you. I'm just gonna let it. All I gotta out. tell you,
2: I'm gonna hold it. all the ones I've got. I know
3: you <laughs> don't even <laughs> have to. So, <laughs> so you've eaten like a baloney sandwich while no, doing no, 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 a <laughs> number two. No, 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 <laughs> no, never.
6: Oh uh, no, you can't eat. Oh, I wouldn't
3: rule it out, but oh, come on. I'll bet money he's eating food while doing a number two. No, no.
5: I, I do always drink coffee while doing a number two. Well, like that, every that's because coffee, coffee makes you do a number two. Yeah, it's I always. A natural okay, I make have... my cup of coffee in the no, morning no, 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 and no. I go and sit down at, have, on the bowl.
6: You have a co- you have a top on that? No,
5: <laughs> it's an open mug.
2: <laughs> anyway, with
5: that, what fun, do you think exciting... air
3: gets in the food <sighs> and you consume
6: it? Oh my God! He does the same you know thing? what? I Abe can just listen. Oh, I the... have a
3: cup of coffee while, my, while I'm on the, on do the you... pot. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Just... I remember eating food while. I'm
6: on Tell the... me, you Make walk out the, the door with the cup, then go back and flush the toilet. You do not stand there holding your cup and flush. the I usually the put toilet. the cup on
5: the edge of the toilet bowl on the seat,
3: <laughs> and then flush. <laughs> What's flushing? <laughs> What's flushing? Oh, you guys, it's <laughs> so gross. As, as What's flushing? As, oh my, as my wife will tell you, I obviously have no clue how to flush a <laughs> toilet. You
6: probably don't know the toilet seat belongs down <laughs> either, do you? Uh,
3: young lady, I am actually one of the few people that put the top down.
5: I do too. I Because I've, I've dropped so many not things only, in the toilet. Yeah,
3: not,
6: not out of kindness, because you've no, no, lost stuff in no, the yeah, toilet. Not, <laughs> no, <laughs> no.
3: I don't do it out of kindness either. I can give a crap about what you guys want. Aww. I, I not only put the seat can down, I just have my own but I toilet? put the top down because. It's a crap hole, man. It's supposed to be covered.
4: You should have an open
3: crap hole
2: in your house. Crap hole? I don't get it. Anyway, that's this week, let's see who now belongs in a cigar insane asylum.
0: Welcome to the cigar asylum.
4: Did
14: you know I'm utterly insane? We all go a little mad sometimes.
0: Where logic and reason cease
4: to exist.
14: Let's see this week. Who belongs? No.
2: We a Cigar Insane Asylum brought to you by CLE and Asylum Cigars.
3: This week's inductee is serious about not sharing his food. While on the toilet. Sounds like my three-year-old son. Uh, Florida man Drew Sawinski, 25, was jonesing for some pizza after getting high on K2. I haven't seen a K2 story forever. I thought that fad was gone and passed out already, which is a synthetic form of marijuana. So while sitting at home high and hungry... Drew's friend spotted a pizza on the table. Would it just like magically appear?
5: I think it, it was there, like leftover.
3: Okay. Naturally, he began to eat it. This started a fight, which led to his friend trying to escape on his bike, with Sawinski chasing him and yelling, I'm going to kill you. Nice. Good things. Yeah, okay. Before he could escape, Drew broke a golf club on his friend's head and hit him with a mop handle and cut his friend's chest at least once with a five-inch knife. How did a guy on
2: a bike trying to get away and the other guy also has a golf club, a mop handle, and a knife? (laughs)
5: The the details were fuzzy. I'm not going (laughs) to (laughs) lie.
2: Melbourne police
3: hauled off Drew to Brevard County Jail on charges of aggravated battery with a deadly weapon and battery. It just goes to show you don't eat another man's pizza, friend or not. <laughs> Congratulations to Drew Sawinski. You are this week's inductee in the cigar. Insane. Man, I've heard people do the most insane, weird stuff on that K2. Why would anybody just go smoke some weed? Why would yeah. anybody do this artificial, you know, I created in a lab coat in a laboratory? Yeah. Stuff. Crazy. Insane. Money? I don't know. Is it more I mean, I I, I don't know. The, I do not. I can't say I'm well versed in the economics of is drugs. K2
6: yeah, legal? Why?
3: Yeah, K2 is it legal. Is, so is? maybe that's yeah. why. Maybe that's I why. I know, but I mean, come on. I mean, it's just as easy to get marijuana. Yeah. It's probably easier to get marijuana than it is easier to find somebody to carrying K2. Or at least Kava. <laughs> <laughs> kava?
6: I don't drink Kava.
3: I miss the trash.
6: Yeah, <laughs> but you.
3: Who's on he, next? He week. hit what he was aiming for. We got no show next week. Yeah, we're off next week. Because what are you of doing th- for Thanksgiving?
2: I'm uh, playing golf then going to the world greatest gardener's parents' house for dinner.
3: Oh yeah, yes. Well, he's not a gardener anymore. Well, yeah, he stopped doing my work, or he he doesn't like me, which is probably no. Probably he's great. he's way too busy with yeah, all the water reclamation stuff. Yeah, he's not a gardener anymore. Yeah. So you going there, huh? Yeah. What you doing for Thanksgiving?
6: I'm not 100% sure yet. My, no. might be, no, I might be going to Lake Placid. Ooh. I don't know. Well. Not New York, Florida. Oh. Yeah, I know. It's not that exciting. Where they have the big alligator. Yeah, that's where, that's where I'm going. going. Cool. <laughs> but, you know, that's Everybody it.
3: coming over? Uh, I don't know who's everybody anymore. There's, okay. there's factions and in laws now. They'll now, just you know. show up. Yeah, well, I mean, there's, there's, you know, it's kind of like Game of Thrones now. You know, we, <laughs> you got the uh, you know Castly Rock and you know, uh, <laughs> you know <laughs> So we we don't know who's coming over, but it should be yeah. interesting.
2: Absolutely, always a fun time. To everybody out there, we wish you a very happy and
3: healthy yes eat
2: Thanksgiving. Up. Enjoy the dobble turkey. Dobble. Uh, we will be back in two weeks with another fantastic show. Till then, as always, keep it lit.
13: The all-new Scores Palm Beach. Come be a part of the world-famous gentlemen's Club's new look. A new year brings a new addition to South Florida. Scores Palm Beach. Offering a free lunch buffet Monday through Thursday with $5 prime rib on Friday. Two-for-one drinks till 7 p.m. Scores Palm Beach. VIP seating and second-floor Skybox Suites. Full liquor, full nude until 5 a.m. 3174 Lake Worth Road, just west of Congress on Lake Worth Road. For more info, call 649-2000 or at ScoresPalmBeach.com.